0: Let me bring the volume. Let me bring the volume out of it. I'm just so happy that it's Friday. Although, although late breaking news flash, I I did something to my hand. And I don't really know. Let me bring the music down. Well, I did something to my hand. Uh it's just I was- I went to take some sandwiches to my kids for school for lunch, and I hit my hand on the side of my car door. Like I didn't even slam it in the door, I just I hit it. And now all of a sudden it's got, I've got this throbbing pain. So if I pass out. Or if I start, my wife was in the other room. She's like, "Why are you moaning and whining and stuff?" And I was like, "I hit my hand. Uh, but if but if you hear me, like if I pass out or keel out over or just throw up, um, it's because I'm in uh, it's because I'm in really really uh, really uh, really intense pain. Uh, but uh, you know what, net I'm I'm also really excited though. I'm also really excited as I hope you are because number one, it's Friday, Yay! Hey, that's so exciting. And I've got a great, I mean, a great weekend plan. I mean, I, personally, you don't care about my plans. my daughter's birthday. We're going to have a slumber party with uh, like football game tomorrow. The Grammys, uh, lots of exciting stuff. Um, also, oh, I should put up the number. I felt like since today's Friday, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't spend a lot of time preparing for the show today. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I spent time, but minimal time. We had a lot, you know, a lot of other Uh, Things going on before I prepared for the show, so I'm just going to throw the number up there and tell you guys to call in, and we'll do kind of like a free flowing Friday call in the show. Like, what's his name does the what's it called? What's his? uh, Rush Limbaugh does something called. Open Line Friday. I mean, that's, that's kind of a weird name because every, I mean, it's always, these lines are always open. Uh, we'll come up with something more creative, but just call in. We'll talk about some. Here's what I drummed up. I did try to look for some of the headlines today. I did try to figure out what the hell was going on today. And I will say this. I will say this. I figured out that today, everybody in the United States of America and also around the entire world who is not a Trump supporter, who is not a deplorable, who did not vote Republican in the last election, everybody else in the entire world who's not behind our president is uh, basically full of intense rage. There's intense rage and negativity flowing through. Not here. I'm in a great mood. I'm perfect. I mean, other than the fact that my hand feels like it's about to fall off and uh, and there's shooting pains up my arm into my shoulder right now, you wouldn't be able to notice. Uh, But other than that... I'm in a fantastic mood. I'm positive. I feel great about the future. I feel great about everything that's going on. Even this, even this ridiculous court decision that was handed down from the, uh, from the Ninth Circuit Court uh, yesterday, the three, 3 nothing rule in support of, uh, of staying Trump's travel ban on the executive orders, even that doesn't get me down. Even that didn't get me down. I'm in a great mood and I'm very confident moving forward that all the things that Donald Trump and the Republicans want to get done on their agenda will get get done. Probably slower than usual, but that's something we can all expect. That's something we can, I don't know if you, I don't know if you ever uh, read Grant Cardone. Do you guys know Grant Cardone? He's this, um, he was a, he was a car salesman. Now he's a, he's a very uh, inspirational business leader. He teaches other car salesmen and other, other salespeople really how to, how to 10X is is the big thing. But he always says, no matter what you want to accomplish, you can accomplish, but it's going to take about 10 times longer than you think. (laughs) And he's right about that. He's right about that. So everyone that thought, you know, the first 100 days of Donald Trump's presidency, he's going to get everything accomplished pr- 10 times that in the first 1000 days, which is just about his entire presidency. Uh, the first part of it, rather, he will uh, he'll get to everything, but it's it's not going to be as quickly as we thought. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm feeling positive. I hope you're feeling positive. I hope you're feeling happy. It's also the weekend. I've got a nice fresh cup of coffee. hmm. And that reminds me, uh, if you if you are feeling good, if you're feeling happy and you want to spread some of the positivity, one thing you can do right now is go to the bottom. If you're watching on Facebook Live, if you're watching the Facebook Live feed, just go down there and please hit uh, the like button. Please hit the comment button. Okay. Please hit one of those two or both because that way we want to, oh, uh, the uh, share button rather, not the comment. Hit the share button because we want to make sure that we spread this message of positivity and, 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 you know, uh, coming togetherness. We want to make sure that this message that America is going to be fantastic and truly great again is getting out to as many people as possible. So if you have people that, that watch you on Facebook and your friends and family follow you and they're like minded, they're really going to appreciate you sharing this. Consequently. If you have people on Facebook who follow you that don't think the way you do and don't think America headed in the right direction and don't want to hear any of this crap, definitely share it because there's nothing more exciting than annoying uh, some liberals on a Friday. All right, let's, uh, let's, oh, by the way, yeah, the number is 844-436-MARK, 844 For those of you that don't like to spell out the letters and uh, the phones on, like I said, I'm just going to keep them open. I don't know what I'm going to get to you, but I will keep them open. I promise. And we'll we'll pepper them in uh, here and there. Let's start with uh, let's start with some some interesting facts that I came up with today based on rage and the way that and, and it's so funny because the Democrats will always attack the Republicans as as hateful people. You know, what's with the sign? Love Trump's hate. We hear that all the time. We see the signs. We're angry. We're misogynistic. We're racist. We're all the things. But I'll be honest with you: the Republicans that I meet and I talk to and I see on Facebook are lovely, lovely people. They're always happy, always partying, always have this like zest for life. They feel uh, confident about the future. They have lots of uh, lots of pride, personal pride and pride in country, and they have this amazing and incredible uh, drive. That even though their lives are pretty great, they want to make them even greater. And that is something that I personally am drawn to. That's one of the reasons that I like the Republican Party. That's one of the reasons I like Donald Trump. That's one of the reasons I find most of my friends and the people that I that I interact with and most relate to are conservative because it on the other side of the coin is this intense negativity and hatred and rage. And I'll be honest with you, ain't nobody got time for that. I don't have time for rage and hate, and negativity, I barely have time for all the positivity, I barely have enough time in a single day to get everything on my to-do list, everything that I want to get done, done, I mean, I have, I, my goals are lofty, I know a lot of people say, oh, you've done so much already, and that's true, but I want to do more, I want to be more, I want to work harder, this podcast today, I got the initial number, we've been doing this podcast just about a month, about a month and two days, I started it on January 8th, I think so this podcast has been going on for about a month and the numbers of people that have that have watched it and downloaded it and been part of it are amazing. I mean, I got my stats from from my podcast hosting uh, just today and I was baffled. I had no idea that that 12,000 people. Downloading this on a regular basis—it's ridiculous. From iTunes, the same thing. The amount of positive, uh, the amount of positive response I've gotten on iTunes, and this is just scr- scratching the surface. I've also been filling in for Herman Cain, which I want to do on a more regular basis. I need to, you know, uh, to hang out with him. He's a, he's my buddy. He's been a, a great mentor to me, a great help. Uh, so I have these lofty goals, and then I've got my daily show that I before I don't know if you know this, but before I come here every day at noon, I wake up at four thirty every morning. I go to the studio and I do another four hour show. Live on the radio in Jacksonville, Florida So I've got that, I've got the podcast After the podcast, there's editing, there's videos I publish this on YouTube I put it on my site I'm designing t-shirts, which, by the way I'm so proud of this t-shirt that I was able to design Look at this Oh, this, the working it like Donald, this logo, by the way, has taken off, man. We have this is I've designed about two dozen T-shirts in the past, like six months. This one, by far, the number one most successful uh, design. Everyone loves it because because people who are like minded, people who uh, people who are, are inspirational, people who have bold goals, people who wake up every day and say, I'm not going to stop till every crazy thing that I want to accomplish in my life is accomplished. All those people. Are working it just like Donald Trump. I'm one of them. You're one of them, and uh, and they want to show the world, and that's why these these shirts, like I said, have been flying out of the stores, and I'm really proud of that. Uh, let me put the link up in the comments there again if you want to if you want to take a look for yourself. I put them in the comments because I don't think I don't think that uh, Facebook likes it when I put it in the description anymore. But if you're watching on YouTube or if you're if you're listening to the podcast, you can go to teespring.com slash wildshirt and check it out anyway. So I find that, that the Republicans and conservatives and, and you folks that are on Facebook are all you share in this great vision for America and for your family and for yourselves. And it makes me happy. It, it makes me happy. Mm. I never see any of you complaining about anything. I never see any of you rioting uh, or filled with rage. Like, for example, Elizabeth Warren. And in fact, I have a ton, by the way, I have a ton of examples of rage against the Trump machine, rage against the machine today. It is just, I mean, it's just ridiculous. There's so many people out there that are just so angry. We're going to start with Elizabeth Warren. We're going to start back with Elizabeth Warren because she really... A lot of people have been asking about this Rule 19. Elizabeth Warren, when she got up on the Senate floor and she started bashing Jeff Sessions, a fellow senator, when she started impugning his record and his character, when she started reading that letter from Coretta Scott King, which a historic letter, by all means, she thought it would be helpful to to the uh, to the uh, to, to the Senate to know before they were confirming Jeff Sessions for Attorney General. She thought this is information you guys need to know. But what she didn't think of is, oh, am I breaking the laws of the Senate? Specifically, Rule Nineteen, and the answer to that question was, "Duh, yeah, totally." And uh, there was an article I was reading today about the origins, about the origins of Rule Nineteen, and it's fascinating, actually. But I want you to pay special attention to this because this is this is interesting. Rule Nineteen. All right, Republicans invoked an obscure Senate. This is from Yahoo News, by the way. Uh, Republicans invoked an obscure Senate rule to silence Senator Warren, Democrat Massachusetts, while she was delivering a scathing critique of her colleague, Senator Jeff Sessions, Republican from Alabama. I do like how they they uh, pointed to the the uh, what did they say? The. um, Obscure uh, uh, the obscurity of the Senate rule like it's not a rule because nobody uses it on a regular basis. The only reason it's obscure is because most senators in the uh, daily ins and outs of their job can can show a little decorum. Most senators can get up and debate uh, without actually attacking uh, their colleagues in the Senate, Democrats and Republicans alike. So, yes, it's an obscure rule, but the reason it's obscure is because most people don't need to uh, be schooled by it. However, Elizabeth Warren gets up, starts quoting this letter, uh, starts, starts critiquing Jeff Sessions on a negative basis. Uh, Mitch McConnell gets up and says, I'd like to invoke rule 19. Everyone votes on it. She's got to sit down. She's got to shut up. All of a sudden, the le- she's like, again, this folk hero for the left. It's ridiculous. Uh, but and everyone wanted to know, where did this rule come from? Where did Senate 19 come? Rule Senate 19 come or uh, Rule 19 in the Senate come from? And it dates all the way back. Get this, this is a great story. You're going to love this story. It dates all the way back to 1902, when two Democratic senators got into a fist fight on the floor of the Senate. This is I kid you not. This is actually happening, or this actually happened, uh, according to Senate historians. John McLaurin, a Democrat. From South Carolina, and his mentor, Senator Benjamin Tillman, also a Democrat from South Carolina, uh, compelled the Senate to create the rule that was used to silence Warren. According to Senate historians, Tillman, who was 54 years old, pointed to McLaurin's empty chair in the Senate chamber while accusing his former protege of treachery for succumbing to improper influences. So this dude, uh, Tillman, is accusing this other dude, both of whom are from South Carolina, of improper uh, influences and colluding with evil Republicans. That was his big complaint. He was colluding with Republicans. Well, the other dude, McLaurin, who was 41, he was not in the chamber because he was in a committee meeting. Okay. Somebody told him what was going on. Someone went to the committee meeting and told him of these remarks. He sprinted into the chamber where he upbraided his old friend for telling a willful, malicious, and deliberate lie. Tillman. 54 lunged at McLaurin and misdirected blows struck several other senators (laughs) who were trying to pry them apart. Senate historians say it was the first physical assault in the chamber since 1850. So not the first physical assault in the chamber. But the first one in 52 years Uh, uh, in August, 1902, Senate members adopted stricter guidelines concerning the decorum of floor debates, sections two and three of rule 19. There is also this is cool. Look at this. I found this. This is a uh, this is a depiction (laughs) of that incident. I guess they had political cartoons back then. Isn't that great? I love that. uh, I love that they even had political cartoons back then. And, And they look, I mean, this political cartoon, this could have been published this year. They haven't really changed much, but here's the chamber, here's uh railroad interests. Apparently, that's what the uh, debate was over. And uh, and the funny thing is, not only did he attack, not only not only did he attack a fellow senator, but he missed and he punched some other senators right in the face I mean, while they were breaking it up. That's why I never break up fights, by the way, because you know I can't I can't have anything happen to this. So if you're in a fight, like if you're there's a fight breaking out around me, I will not be the one to break it up. I will most likely be the one that pulls out my phone and starts videotaping it. <laughs> Our lives. I'll be like on Facebook Live, going, "Dudes, I'm in the Senate right now, and and Orrin Hatch just slugged uh, Charles Schumer, but he missed, and he hit uh, uh you know Elizabeth Warren. That would be that would be probably that that would be what I was uh, what I'd be doing. Although Orrin Hatch would never lunge at Chuck Schumer because, as we hear from history, it's always the Democrats. Always the de- two Democrats are the ru- two Democrats are the reason that another Democrat had to be silenced by rule 19 uh, in the Senate. So and, and you know what? And Marco Rubio again, here's what listen. This is what Marco Rubio said. And he's absolutely right. We have we are reaching a point in this republic where we're not going to be able to solve the simplest of issues because everyone is putting themselves in a corner where everyone hates everybody. I take that back. Marco Rubio is wrong. Marco Rubio is wrong. We don't uh, Half the country hates the other half of the country, but the other half of the country doesn't hate the other half. The hate here is not a two way street. I'd use this hand, but it's really starting to throb, by the way. And I may have to go, I may have to go see a doctor or, uh, or at least take some pills. Uh, But half the country hates half the country. That much is true. But the other half does not hate the other half. For example, People that voted for Donald Trump don't necessarily hate Hillary Clinton voters. They don't. But uh, Hillary Clinton voters and Bernie Sanders supporters and anyone on the other side of the aisle, they have this deep seated hatred for anyone that they find out is a supporter of Donald Trump. And that's why Elizabeth Warren had to go after Jeff Sessions in the Senate, uh, on the Senate floor. That's why she uh, was a victim of Rule 19, because of this deep hatred. She ran herself. She was in the running herself. She supported Hillary Clinton. She went on the stump with her. She was all excited. I'm sure she thought she'd get some kind of cabinet appointment. Uh, thank God she didn't. And then when when Donald Trump was elected and when Jeff Sessions was chosen as attorney general, she thinks, oh, my God, not only is this guy a Trump voter, he's a Trump supporter. He could be in the cabinet. I hate that guy. I'm going to do everything in my power to stop him. And she got up there and started to impugn his character. And boom, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this is what's going on. A little tamer version. But that's what's going on, and it's not just in this the uh, it's not just in the Senate in Washington, all around the country. Listen to this, I have tons of examples of Democrats and liberals and people on the other side of the aisle, anti-Trumpers who are just enraged, and they can't stop themselves they just can't control their emotion I don't know what it is I mean I'm a pretty political person I have been all my life I get very involved in politics I debate I talk I argue I do this podcast I do a radio show I fill in for Herman Cain I'll you know I I'll, I'll argue with my wife from time to time uh anyone really who comes up to me and says hey can you explain to me Why this is happening or why you feel this or why would Donald Trump be a better? I'll sit there and I'll take the time anywhere, any place to talk to you. I'm there. I make quirky videos and I write stupid songs and I try to get this message out. So, yes, I'm a political person, but never once have I threatened to blow up the White House. Never before have I attacked or said someone should be assassinated. Never before have I punched a colleague. Never before. I mean, I don't have any colleagues. I'm sitting here all alone. Uh, Never before have I have I done anything at all that I deem to be negative. Like, yeah, secretly. I've not liked President Obama. Okay, publicly, I've not liked him. But I don't feel like I've ever wished the man harm. I just want him to get out of Washington. And luckily, that happened. He's in the British Virgin Islands, uh, waterboarding with, uh, not water waterboarding, what's it called? Uh, kite surfing. Pardon me. Waterboarding is totally different. That's what they're doing in Cuba at Guantanamo Bay. Uh, that's not what they're doing in the British Virgin Islands. But but people all across the uh, the country, Democrats most specifically, are just so enraged and so driven by anger and so just so negative that they can't control themselves. Another case in point is a Pennsylvania senator, a, a state senator, a guy named Dalen Leach. He's a Democrat. Shocker he's from montgomery county and he uh he tweeted something about donald trump it, basically let me tell you the story so donald trump met with uh donald Trump met with these um Sheriffs about, you know, the border and sanctuary cities and how to get illegals out and how to make sure that the, you know, sanctuary cities are not, are you losing funding? Basically, he wanted to get to the root of law enforcement, what the, the, uh, the problems were, what the difficulties were, and how local law enforcement can work with federal law enforcement to enforce our border and immigration laws because that 's what the president 's supposed to do it 's all very shocking to people, and here is uh, a little clip of what Donald Trump said that, during that meeting that people took umbrage with, especially uh Senator Dalen leach. Here it is listen carefully would anybody like to make a statement Couple of you, Yes sir, on asset forfeiture we 've got a state senator in Texas that was it was talking about introducing legislation to require conviction. Before we could receive that forfeiture money, Can you believe that? and I told him that the cartel would build a monument to him in Mexico if he could get that legislation. Who's the back. state senator? Do you want to give his name? We'll destroy his career. <laughs> Mr. President. Okay. All right. So Trump's there in Texas, and he's meeting with these people, and they're talking about this, this, that, and the other, and they're talking about the uh, the fort the. Um, a seizure of assets and basically uh what's happening is there there's a big there's a big controversy the forfeiture of Uh, money and seizing of assets and they were joking that the cartel would build a monument to the senator in mexico for passing said legislation donald trump says who's the state senator uh do you want me do you want to give him his name we'll destroy his career and they all have a nice laugh about it and the reason he said we'll destroy his career is because donald trump is all for seizing the assets of known drug dealers but uh you know there's some senators who are like look we shouldn't seize assets we shouldn't forfeit these kinds of things we need to have uh it's basically a check and balance on law enforcement. Anyone who's against this kind of legislature saying that uh, conv- that suspected drug dealers or convicted drug dealers or those who are trafficking drugs from Mexico and other countries, they should not have their assets seized without 5,000 different levels of law enforcement and and, you know, judges and. Prosecutorial blah blah bull crap bull crap, uh, and Donald Trump's all like, let's just, let's just take the crap. We'll give it back to the the, um, the states who are spending their good hard earned money on border patrolsmen and jails and prison cells and prosecutors and, all, and and police officers. We'll give them the money back. You know, we'll we'll seize it. We'll take it and we'll use it. And uh, and some senators are against that. One of them is this guy in Pennsylvania who, after he saw that video, flipped out. On Donald Trump, this guy, Dalen, Dalen Leach. And here's what he tweeted out. Uh, where is it? Here it is. Hey, real Donald Trump. I oppose civil asset forfeiture, too. Why don't you try to destroy my career, you fascist, loofah-faced poop gibbon? Although he didn't write poop. He actually wrote the naughty word, uh, which I I blanked out because I don't know if children are watching this or not. I don't think children are watching this because probably children would be bored. Uh, I know some adults are, are bored by this too, but you know whatever. Anyway, so he tweeted this out and this tweet, as you can see, went totally viral, 14,000 retweets, 32,000 likes, 3.2 thousand responses. And it you know, a, a lot of people asked him about it. Do you really think as a senator you should be calling out the president as a poop gibbon? Also, I'm not sure, <laughs> I'm not sure what a poop gibbon is. I don't know if that's like a Pennsylvania thing or whatnot, but he said, hey, look, I don't pull any punches. Uh, if Trump wants to try to ruin my career because I disagree with him, have at it. Now, clearly, Donald Trump's not out to ruin anyone's career, but he is trying to get his legislature uh, legislation passed. He's trying to get his agenda done. And, you know, the Democrats, who, again, have no sense of humor and are, are driven by rage, an under. Where's my rage music? Where's my rage? Hold on, I gotta use my rage again left hand paralyzed uh, paralyzed in pain here we go yeah Ah, uh, there we go. So uh, these these people who are just perilous, overdone with rage, screaming and yelling, are now cursing openly at the front. Pre- this is a state elected senator cursing at Donald Trump because of uh, because of his comment about ruining a senator's career. A senator, by the way, who wants to allow drug cartels and those who run them and work with them to uh, keep their civil assets and doesn't think that that uh, that seizing those uh, civil assets is a good idea. Hold on, I have to. I have to stretch because my. You know what's happening now is my. I've been clutching the microphone stand because it helped my arm, my hand, but now it's like uh, cramping up. So I'm going to stretch it out for just. Again, I. I didn't. Uh, I don't know what. I just slammed it on the car door. It's like the dumbest thing ever uh it, we uh 844 we have uh some calls coming in which is great trisha we're gonna get to you here in just a minute but i want to finish because there's two more examples of this unbridled uh liberal rage that i want to show you and the next one is from utah where i know what you're thinking utah who the hell's angry and enraged in utah I mean, they're mostly Mormon. They have great ski slopes. Uh, It seems like a really laid back kind kind of place. But no, keep in mind that in Utah, they also have multiple wives. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of pent up aggression and also no coffee. So, I mean, clearly, I mean, that would set anybody off. But there's a a representative guy named Jason Chaffetz. You may know him because he actually just called out Kellyanne Conway for her Ivanka Trump remarks. And he wanted to have some kind of investigation into her her ethics, yada, yada. Uh, But he's from Utah. And he held a town hall meeting. Now, the reason this guy's important is because he's on the ethics committee, as I pointed out before, uh, the committee on oversight and government reform. And he launched a ton of investigations, 33 hearings against Hillary Clinton and all of her, uh, all of her so-called, um, you know, illegal email servers and all her actions and things like that. Nothing ever came of any of them. But the Democrats in his constituency and his, his, his in his district were not happy with him, so they showed up at his town hall and they basically. Here's the problem they have. They were annoyed that this guy was investigating Hillary Clinton with several charges against her, but they're upset that he's not investigating Donald Trump for any kind of conflict of interest with his business dealings. So they're saying it's one-sided, it's this, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. So I want you to see what happens at his town hall meeting. They show up at the town hall meeting and they start doing this. Okay. So this is funny for two reasons. Number one, they're chanting, do your job, which is exactly what he was doing. His job is to investigate ethics violations from government officials. Now, why did he not investigate Donald Trump? Because Donald Trump was not a government official until January 20th of this year, a mere 20 days ago. And as soon as Kellyanne Conway made a comment that seemed like it could be ethically uh, a violation of her ethics by pimping out Ivanka Trump's fashion line after Nordstrom threatened to cancel them, he called for An investigation. That's his job. So he's doing his job. The other ironic thing about this is that at the very moment that this video was shot, he's trying to do his job, but he's unable to because these morons are chanting, Do your job. job, 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 job. So they're chanting, Do your job while he's trying to do his job, and they're creating such a ruckus that he is then unable to do his job. It'd be like, it'd be like somebody coming in here, grabbing my microphone and saying, hey, podcast, go ahead, podcast, do your podcast, do your, but like, I don't have a microphone, do your podcast, do your podcast. That's, that's basically the equivalent. They're shutting the guy down from talking to his constituency by yelling, do your job, when all he's really trying to do is do your job. More rage, rage against the liberal machine. And then that brings us to Iran, Iran, where in Iran, They have just totally lost it. I mean, I know what you're thinking. They weren't really all there together anyway. But yesterday was rage day in Iran. And they, I mean, they went all out. They had effigies of Donald Trump. They had all these pictures. They had like hundreds of thousands of people in the streets. Apparently there's some balloon animals over there. And they are just so annoyed with Donald Trump. They are not happy with him at all. And they took to the streets and they were burning. Look, they're burning American flags. They're burning uh, all sorts of effigies of Donald Trump. Here's the riot police in the background. They've got Donald Trump pictures on the ground. There's video of, oh, look at this, Ayatollah Khomeini. This is a throwback, I think. And then here they are. They're hanging Donald Trump, who's wearing really big pants. I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what that's all about. This was happening all day yesterday in Iran, uh, chanting death to America. Video look at all these people when i first watched this by the way when i first watched this video i was i saw these people um, in one spot and i saw them all chanting death to america and i saw them burning american flags and it very my very first thought was oh my god it's more it's more protesters somewhere in america i thought i was watching berkeley again or uh where was the latest one arizona is where they're popping up now i was like this could have been the inauguration these scenes uh, in Iran yesterday with the death to America and the burning of the flags and the Trump figures in effigy, that, that could have been any place in America on any given day. But it's Iran. It's Iran. And I'd like to point out that Iran, by the way, uh, Lindsay, if you hung up, call back 844-436-6275. Or if anyone else wants to call in too, we have a live call-in number. You can be live on the show. We're going to get to some call, phone calls here in just a minute. Uh, but first... The Iran thing, Uh, basically what's happening in Iran is they are proving why there needs to be a travel ban temporarily from Iran. When you have this many people in a foreign country chanting death to America, which by the way, is you, is me, is my family, it's your dog, which I put in the title because I know people freak out when their pets are in danger, but Iranians don't care about your dog. All right? You only you really care about your dog number 1. I mean no one else. If you think, you know, you put up these pictures and videos of your dog, it's cute and all that, but really just to you. I, I Iranians care less about your dog than I do. All right? That's that's they are they are after blood. Uh, And they will come to this country and they will continue to chant death to America. And then they'll be actually in a better place geographically to bring about their one and only desire, which is death to America and Americans. And this is why Donald Trump put a travel ban on the country. And all of a sudden you have judges in Washington and Minnesota and San Francisco. None, by the way, none of which are places that voted for Donald Trump. None of they're all blue states, probably the three remaining blue states in the country, Washington, California, and Minnesota and New York, I guess. These judges, a handful of them said, "No, we need to let in people from Iran because it's a rights violation and it's hurting American business." You have 150,000 Iranians burning American flags and yelling death to America. And you think that keeping them over there is bad for business? Wait, wait, wait till they come over here. Then it's going to be bad, not just for business, but for business owners, employees of businesses, anyone uh, who an, uh, has an American passport and a pulse. It's going to be bad for all of us. It I mean, it, it's like it couldn't have been a better time for this to happen. The same day that the court smashes Donald Trump in the face and says, F you, uh, Poop Gibbon. We are going to uphold the stay on your travel ban from Iran. You see all these images of Iranians chanting death to America. They're adding fuel to Donald Trump's fire. They basically are. are, This is evidence for when he goes to the Supreme Court. Hopefully, Justice Kennedy is watching this, because if he's the one to make the call on this, I want him to see the kind of people that are in Iran the kind of people that, that, that folks want to bring over here for a better life. A better life to them is closer proximity to us so they can kill us. That's not what I'm looking for. I kind of am enjoying my life, as I stated at the beginning of this podcast. 844-436-6275. 844 mark is the number. Uh, if you want to call in and you want to comment on any of this stuff. Fun fact. When I was trying to get all this video and I was trying to get all this information and I wanted to make sure I kind of had an idea of what I was talking about today, uh, I I went on I went on to YouTube because I get all my videos. I rip them off of YouTube and I went on to YouTube and I typed in death to America, Iran. All right. And I hit search and I thought I would get a bunch of news videos from like it. Usually it says like an hour ago or two hours ago or yesterday or whatever. But I want to show you this. I want to show you this because I typed in death to America, Iran on YouTube. Here's what I saw. These are all entries and videos from, look, several years ago. The top one, death to America chancing around, Iran, nine years ago. Iranian leader, Khomeini, death to America one year ago. Iranian supreme leader, three months ago, one year ago. You could go down the list, by the way. I could only screen cap this much but you could go down the list and there were hundreds of videos from the last decade at various times of Iranians chanting death to America. This is not something new. This is not something that just popped up yesterday. Nobody in any court system, nobody who's uh, against Donald Trump's executive order banning travel from Iran until we can get a seriously impressive vetting system in place should should be surprised by it. When I was a kid growing up, When I was Reagan was president, Ayatollah Khomeini was in in power, when I was, I remember them chanting death to America way back then. I remember them taking American hostages. I mean, this is not a new phenomenon. Anyone who says, oh, we should not, we should not temporarily shut down immigration from Iran until we can get a seriously solid vetting process in place. I mean, I would just go to YouTube and Google death to America, Iran, and watch a couple of those videos. And hopefully, hopefully maybe, although I doubt it, uh, you'll start coming to your senses. 844-3... Uh, what's the number? Three four three six six two seven five. Sorry, it's so new. Let me get to a couple comments here because... Uh, oh, and thank you guys, everyone who shared this. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you sharing it because it does... Be, I see every day we get new viewers. I get comments from people who are like, oh, a friend of mine just... I just saw you on the site for the first time. This was really cool. Uh, you know, I enjoyed it. And then the other thing you should definitely do is when this does end, sadly, uh, everything, all good things have to come to an end. But when it does end, Make sure, make sure that you hit the notification button at the end of the video, and that way you'll be notified instantly whenever uh whenever I post a new video or whenever I start broadcasting you can jump right in all right let's get to some of your comments here uh let's see what do we got I'm going to get to them as quickly as I can because they go pretty quickly. Danny Wojan, finally, someone with some sense. I hope you're talking about me Mel Po haha for sure Nicole, I don't know what you're talking about uh. Tobin Stan, someone call Mark. He keeps mentioning the new number. I think he's lonely. No, I'm not. (laughs) That's the radio guy in me. We always, we mentioned the number 8,000 times. Uh, uh, Let's see. Shelly Davis. I think we need to bring we, the American people lawsuit against these judges for their unlawful ruling on multiple levels. They have put our lives at risk and stolen our rights. Fun fact. You cannot sue a judge for their ruling. Isn't that horrible? You cannot, I mean, I guess it makes sense because everyone would be suing judges if they put him in. Like if a judge was like, you're going to prison forever, you would probably sue that guy. But you can't sue a judge for their ruling. Um, although, you know what? Trump's only been in office for two weeks. Maybe, maybe that's up for week three. Uh, Rafael Marrero, New York is ruled by three big cities. If we had an electoral system for states, New York would be red. What is it? It's, New y- it's Buffalo, New York, Albany? Is that the third one, I guess? Yeah. Um, Jamie Kirby. Hawaii is a blue one as well. Mark kept whipping about his mic. Oh, yeah. I was doing that because uh, I was demonstrating if somebody stole my microphone. I don't like Iran, but I don't wish them dead. Tammy. Okay. Tammy brings up a great point. This is the difference between uh, us and them. And them being anyone who's not us, basically. Whether it's Democrats or Iranian terrorists. And I'm not comparing the two because, you know, what's going to happen. Sometimes we'd be like this uh, local podcaster and Facebook host uh, compares Democrats to Iranian terrorists. Not at all what I'm doing. But I'm saying that there is an underlying rage against Donald Trump and his supporters on both sides, not just an underlying rage, but a desire to do them harm. And Tammy, you're absolutely right. Nobody is on here saying death to Iran no, but you know, you don't walk around the streets of of wherever and you see people protesting saying "death to Iran." We're just saying, you know, stronger immigration and vetting, uh, you know, um, uh, procedures to Iran. That's all. That's all. Like, live, let them live, live long and prosper. Nanu, nanu, or whatever it is. I'm not a, I'm not a real big science fiction geeky. Anyway, uh, but you know, let them live, let them live over there, and if they want to live over here, let's make sure that they're going to let us live once they get here that's all i'm saying uh, and that's all tammy compton appears to be saying showing true colors generally if we don't wake up this crazy ness is coming educate your family vote help mega i think we all understand what you meant there uh let's see bomb g ninth circuit court needs to notice they rise up uh let's see sarah and but please let's invite these animals in and that seems to be you know, if you go on Twitter, people always say Twitter, the hashtags, or this and that. If you really delve into Twitter, there are there are, it's about fifty fifty. Whenever one side starts a hashtag, you get into it, and you see both sides equally represented. And when this "death to America" thing started, I saw so many deplorables. I saw so many Republicans. I saw so many uh, pro. I'm sorry, anti, uh, you know, open border policy people on there saying, look, these are the exact same people Donald Trump was trying to put a hold on until we can figure out the best possible way to vet them. And what's wrong with that? You want to bring them in? I mean, they're just going to be there's going to be sitting here. they are going to be walking down the streets of your town, chanting death to America and lighting flags, and they're going to be in a much more geographically acceptable place to do it. Uh, Patricia Oreck, Democrats being full of rage. I received an earful of that last night by someone I never expected it from. There was no room for a different opinion whatsoever. Wow. Nothing factual. He didn't know that Trump met with union leaders on day one. He laughed when I said he was for unions. There was no room at all for facts. I think that the biggest example of this is Betsy DeVos, uh, because so many people I I mean, on Facebook that I've never seen be political people who are teachers, people who just stay out of the political realm at all. When Betsy DeVos was up for confirmation, everybody got on there saying she's the worst choice. She's horrible. She's never even sent her kids to public school. How is she going to take care of our public school system? I'll be honest with you. None of that, none of what happened in the past should be compared to what's going to happen in the future. I just don't see... I just don't see anyone at all looking to the past and saying, this person isn't like anyone that served under Barack Obama or even George Bush or Bill Clinton. They don't have the experience with the public anything. Donald Trump didn't either. He got elected. Okay. Steve Bannon didn't either. He's right there. Kellyanne Conway. These are all private citizens who are now in control. Why would they look to to public? Why would they look to a public teacher or a union leader? And so the Betsy DeVos thing is when I think people really started to lose their minds. And when the vote was 50-50 and Mike Pence came in, according to Senate rules, that's the thing. People, the other thing is they hate the rules when they work against him. According to Senate rules, Mike Pence came in and he cast the ballot and it was a 51-50 vote. 5150, uh, which is also a great album, Van Halen fans. 5150 vote, and that's what caused her to be confirmed, and that is completely within the rules. That's why the vice president serves as the president of the Senate to break a tiebreaker. It's not the first time it happened. But everyone went crazy. Everybody went crazy. Like Mike Pence did something dirty and devious. He didn't. He voted the way he wanted to vote. And just because 50 people on one side and 50 people on the other side couldn't agree it was his job as the rightfully elected vice president to come in there and break the tie. Nothing, de- nothing devious about that. That wasn't, that wasn't sinister at all. But you know what? These are the same people that still think the Electoral College is, uh, is an evil plot to keep Democrats out of office. Um, Sarah Winbo, yet half the Senate was not showing up to work and the Ninth Circuit is ruling on feelings rather than the Constitution. Who needs to do their job? Oh, we have a call. I don't know who it is, but let's talk to them and uh, and see what they want to say. This is uh, I don't know who this is. Hi, who's this? This is Dennis. Hey, Dennis, how you doing? Where are you calling from, Dennis? No, pretty fair. I'm calling from uh, a wonderful state of Utah. You're mentioning. Oh, you're calling from. Oh, you're calling from Utah. Oh, great. And now, are you uh uh are you uh, anywhere near where this happened? Are you in this guy's district? Uh, what's his name? Uh Chafitz? Chafitz. Yeah. Tavitz? Uh, no, I, I don't get involved in politics. but I might change my mind now. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's just interesting. I, I was seeing a headline earlier this morning on the local news. So, yeah, there's a lot of spin. There's a lot of spin, there's, a, there's a lot of spin that comes from both sides and the extremes, and it's rather unfortunate um, in lack of understanding, a lot of ignorance. Yeah. On uh, the, red side, the, the red side and the blue side. Now, uh, as far as as far as Utah goes, because you never you never really hear a lot from Utah. I mean, every now and then Orrin Hatch will do or say something that makes headlines, but uh, you never really see a lot of news from Utah. Is it? Do you sense that this whole national division and this kind of anger is also seeding into Utah as well? Well, uh, yes, because there's, uh, you know downtown Salt Lake has changed a lot. Um, yeah, and gotten you know a lot more. Um, Quote, you know, a moral, as it were, and so <laughs> that's really interesting to see there are businesses now that help dancing girls and all that kind of stuff. Oh, dancing more and more, more so. Even yeah I got you All right, man. well listen we appreciate you but, calling uh, oh yeah sorry oh I think I oops I think I actually I think I actually hung up on him anyway thanks so much for calling I gotta wrap it up anyways this is this has been a great one though man what a what a fun Friday and look I want you know, I know we've talked a lot about rage and anger and we've talked about uh, state senators accusing the president of being a poop gibbon and we've talked about fist fights between Democrats on the on the Senate floor and we've talked about rule 19 and why that even has to be a thing and we've talked about angry arrest. Iranians who want us all to die not just us but our pets tell dog lovers tell every dog lover out there that the Iranians they don't just want to kill them they want to kill their beloved pooches it's been kind of a it's been kind of a a lofty show but just remember keep the faith because we can all beat it together that sounded that sounded dirtier Ton of dirtier than I meant to I gotta get out of here. Uh, my name's k Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to share and tell your friends. And oh, uh, one more thing. Pick up while you can your working it like Donald t-shirt. W-I-L-D. Get wild. Get wild, folks. Get wild this weekend. Have a good one. All right, I'll be back Monday with another live show. I hope you be part of it. See ya.